0: Wow, that party was bear-peng last night. Want to come to a party in my yard?
1: Yeah, um, um...
0: Uh, okay man, if you don't want to head, catch you later.
1: Wait, 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 I don't understand.
0: A recent survey of SGI students found that a staggering 91% of non-native speakers have been confused or unsure of what an English person was saying because they were using slang. If you don't want to miss out on the party, search for The Slang Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or head to our website, theslangpodcast.com, where you can listen and learn all the British slang you need.
2: The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business non-profit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is the only podcast where we can, in one sentence... Talk about the recipe for Parmigiano-Reggiano and communism all together. And oh. this is episode number 208. Yeah, I saw your status earlier today. I'm your host, Axon. joining me once again is Felicia Entwistle. Twistle. Welcome
3: back. Oh, always my pleasure. So happy to be here.
2: What What have you been up to this week? Anything interesting?
3: Uh, yeah, I kind of had a fun... I wa- wanted to, like, talk about how we on the left need to communicate better. Um because we assume that discord is uh, going rational discord is going to be met rationally uh, because we're not crazy and uh, it's not okay so here's the example one of my conservative co-workers this week said uh, today said to me because uh, my uh, my boss jokingly called me a yahoo he wasn't calling me a yahoo in sincerity he was just kind of i don't know he's really really mild when he insults me he's so nice to me like <laughs> <laughs> he calls me a yahoo and he's like i'm sorry i don't think you're a yahoo he actually said that i'm like i'm really offended i'm uh, my feelings are hurt like,
2: yeah i've got a cavity now thank you for that yeah, yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs>
3: uh well and the best part is this boss like lets me tease him like <laughs> oh that's good it's a lot of fun uh anyway i i in general quite like my coworkers, but this one another coworker says to me well, you never know what's offensive anymore. Today, I heard cowboy is offensive. And I looked at him and I went, where did you hear this?
2: Because yeah, that's news to me. And I'm uh, I'm like foremost like, on the front of yes. like what's offensive, you know?
3: Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm on, like I'm on this shit. I called a guy out uh, yesterday for making a transphobic joke. And he's like, I'm on the left. You don't know me. And I'm like, fuck you. That was transphobic. Uh, so like, you know, I'm all about what is offending the lefties lately. Um, I haven't heard anything about this cowboy offensiveness. Um, and I said, I said that to him, I said, yeah, I'm in a lot of left groups and I know a lot of lefties and I haven't heard that at all. We even know,
2: like, (laughs) we even know, like IRL cowboys, like that are actually legit cowboys in Utah, you know?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Uh, Oh, similar to Utah. This is coming out of the, so here's the story. Uh, the real story is that it's coming out of the University of Wyoming. Woo woo Laramie! Um, <laughs> and uh, there they have a new slogan that they paid an enormous amount of money to an advertising consultant agency to come up with, and it's "The world needs more cowboys." Um,
2: is there a uh, mascot, cowboys? Yay! Oh well, then there you go. I mean,
3: well, yeah, but there's more to it. Um, so. One, the school does separate like men's and women's teams into uh cowboys and cowgirls. and
1: mm.
3: uh then they're using p- examples of cowboys as uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and Malala. <laughs> what? <laughs> the idea <laughs> of being like like renegades and revolutionaries, like those are cowboys.
2: that's a stretch. Jesus, so that's a stretch. It's
3: hard it's a hard stretch so a couple of women professors and a couple of people of color professors they're on like they're like in a group of like women and people of color at the university of wyoming they point out that this might be a bit inaccessible to anyone outside of wyoming uh it's pretty exclusionary when most people think (laughs) of a cowboy they even did a survey of students they even did a survey of students at the university of wyoming and 75 percent Said that when they think of a cowboy they think of marlboro man marlboro blah, blah, blah.
2: marlboro,
3: marlboro. <laughs> there you there, go <laughs> that was enough. um they think of marlboro man and uh yeah that's what most people think of and so they're like okay so cowboy refers to white cis, pet man that's how most <laughs> people are gonna think of it and they're like yeah. we're trying to appeal to people not in wyoming um maybe not the best marketing campaign Maybe you know
2: change your lo- may- change your mascot to something else. <laughs>
3: yeah, like they weren't
2: even the calling Americans for that. or something like that. They
3: were, you know? weren't even calling for that. They were just like, maybe the world needs more cowboys. Isn't going to be a great advertising campaign to because you know in Wyoming they've kind of got like this white wy- this cowboy heritage and like it- there you're going to get a lot of people who are like cowboys a state of mind and that's going to be pretty typical in Wyoming.
2: In Wyoming, yeah. In
3: Wyoming, <laughs> if they're trying to. <laughs> court diverse people from around the united states because i don't know if if everyone knows this there's really not that much money to be made off students in wyoming alone <laughs> 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 they're gonna need students from other states uh i'm like to me if, the if anybody's wondering forward, the just just need. think
2: just think of uh luke skywalker being stuck at the farm and all he wants to do is escape to somewhere else to see the sites you know yeah
3: yeah that's just about every
2: young liberal person in wyoming they want to escape (laughs) yeah they're
3: not that's not gonna yeah that's not gonna appeal to young liberals in wyoming and we know liberals are going to be the most likely to want to pursue a college education and laramie is actually a pretty chill town it's a cool college town um i've talked before about how like
2: i like wyoming i I mean yeah
3: i like laramie (laughs) a lot i mean it's a small town I've been to jackson hole
2: jackson hole's nice yeah there's
3: nice Wyoming's a hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Wyoming sky—they're not lying to you. It's gorgeous. Yeah. um But uh, one of our
2: favorite podcasts is from there. The Waiting for Wrath people are there, so
3: folks who I went and visited. Uh, they're in Laramie, <laughs> and yep. uh, it's a uh, so the okay. So this story of a few professors pointing out that this might not be the best marketing slogan, uh, pretty logically, actually. <laughs> Uh, got taken as the liberals are losing their minds, calling the term cowboy offensive. And that is what the conservatives sold it as. And that's what the radio stations have picked up. That's what people are talking about. That's what on- Sargon
2: of Akkad has picked it up as. That's what yeah. Teal Deer has picked it up as. That's what Bering is probably. Yes. All of these hard, these guys that are, you know, the, well, what classical do they call themselves? Liberal. The true classical liberals that, classical you know. Liberal.
3: They're picking they, it up. They pwn
2: the left. You know? Yeah,
3: it's like, <laughs> these liberals are offended by anything. Now they're offended by cowboys. Nope. That's not what they said. They even said in their letter, where they said to dismiss it, they said, well, the cowboy culture and this idea, this sentiment is going to be well-received in Wyoming. It's not going to be elsewhere. They even said that! Like,
2: <laughs> 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 So how is that a fault of our liberal side of things?
3: So, when we start pointing these things out, I feel like we need to stop pretending that it's going to be received rationally. We need to start coming out the gate, preparing for them to twist our words and to not, and to not make reasonable, well-approached uh, arguments, but to come out and say, this is stupid. And we need to start being really emphatic, <laughs> not using the word offensive. We just need to be like, you already, like, who is this for? We need to start saying, like, that's how they should have started this letter is, who is this slogan for? Anyone outside of Wyoming? no. Oh, Martin Luther King Jr. was a cowboy. Oh, you think he was a cowboy? <laughs> like we need to just start coming out the gate hard with this shit. Stop. Stop pretending like these things are gonna be rational. Because they're not. They're received rationally. Because they're not, because they don't want to listen to us on anything. And then they convince like average folk who all, they don't hear, they don't get the part from the professors. All they hear is, these professors are offended by cowboy and they're like, well, that's a silly thing to be offended by what is going on in this. I country?
2: hate professors and I hate higher education and that's all this. That's exactly other stuff.
3: all they're going to get. They're not yeah. getting these professors going. That's a stupid slogan. Like not offensive. Not we. Yes, it is exclusionary. Yes. Uh, it's, I'm, I, I, nobody said it was offensive. Really? Um, they said that it was pretty cishet white normative. Not that those, bad, those are bad words in academia. Academia, they're perfectly valid and useful. But when we're trying to communicate to a larger audience, um, like, say, marketing people, we need to come out the gate with, this is silly. This is a very silly slogan.
2: I want more people to take a Lord Humungus's beck and call from, uh, uh, what was the second Mad Max movie? The Road Warrior just walk away just walk away there's been too much killing there's been too much dying just walk away you know there's been too much violence we need to walk away
3: i'm saying we engage them better
2: no i'm just saying like if they're coming at you with some of this shit and you don't want to have the reason discourse there's nothing wrong with saying hey you know what i don't need to have this conversation you know I walk away from so many fucking like comments that I start posting on Facebook and Twitter. Oh. I'm sorry. I should, I should be talking about on this in the cyber world. Sorry.
3: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, because like, no, these professors can't just like walk away from this. No, like, no, no, no. I no, have a good I, point.
2: I should have, I should have stated that, that I'm talking about online interactions. Your Facebook feed and Twitter feed can be filled with people that you like, and you don't have to feel guilty about that. You don't have to be the person where like, oh, it's an echo chamber, and you know, this, all these other shit that people are worrying about. Don't worry.
1: Fill, You're going your to this
2: stuff. show. Yeah. Fill your Facebook <laughs> feed with like your friends, people that you like to see, stuff that you want to watch, stuff yeah. that you want to hear. People
3: are worried. Getting,
2: ab- Ugh, I've been getting just... a
3: lot of really cute videos lately of like otters and puppies. I saw this really funny one where it was like those people <laughs> in the two person horse suits doing a yeah. horse race. And like one guy like goes, he's winning, right? They're the two guys. They're winning. They're winning. They're winning, and then he goes way off course and like runs straight into the barrier. It's fantastic. This is what my <laughs> feed is filled with, guys. Like, yeah, uh, is, you're gonna listen uh, to this show. You're gonna hear the other side. Don't worry about your fucking echo chamber.
2: And let me put the let me put it this way: the other side. If you wanna, if you wanna make this a battleground thing, if you want to make this an us versus them kind of thing, and I, hopefully you don't, because you can engage with people that are the them a lot more on issues that you guys can get along with i mean there's no sense in like just killing everybody that's on your friend list the you know just because you disagree with them on one topic just learn to stay the fuck away from that topic if you like if you like this person as your friend just stay away from it i mean even if they start commenting be like hey yes. i'd rather you didn't comment on this kind of stuff because all you do is just come in here and smear shit on the walls that'd be great if you would just not do that it's your feed you can do this stuff it's your stuff
3: i mean i, I guess that's easy for you to say like because when like I have family members that post like really misogynistic things or things like um my right to bodily autonomy to make uh, to not be forced to birth um yeah. shouldn't be mine it's a lot harder for me to say I like them as a person right it Cause, is because but that's me, why
2: I that's why I hide their updates on my wall i let them be a part of my life but i don't see anything they post half the time
3: how am i supposed to let them be a part of my my life they fundamentally are acting against my interest against my right
2: i also have a filter that sets up like anytime i post anything that it blocks out at least 40 people that i don't care to see see my stuff
3: my family members don't see my exotic dance stuff so (laughs) but you know what they're not they're not mad that i do exotic dance like, yeah. my grandma was just like, I just don't really want to see it. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Facebook is kind of shotgunning on things like that sometimes. There was a there was a group that got started up from one of our friends of a show where I'm like, Jesus Christ, this stuff is coming up at my work. I cannot be seeing this kind of stuff. And I'm not going to say anything about what yeah. they share or anything, but it's just like, yeah, I'm going to leave this little group. Please take me off this list. <laughs>
3: yeah, I have a group like that. I can't really pull up my Facebook on my computer at work anymore. (laughs) Woo! It's (sighs) fun.
2: Anyway, uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Um, Matt Powell's coming on. (laughs) We got our confirmation email that he's planning on coming on. He wants to have conversations outside of, of, like, internet space. And I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm going to record any conversations. Yeah. uh, Even if it is a one... I would have... I would honestly probably have a lot of fun just me sitting there and just like picking his brain about things be like let's start from the beginning <laughs> i <laughs> could i could do that i have the stomach for that kind of thing i know not everybody does and that's-
3: i certainly t- t- <laughs> don't i don't realize. know whatever <laughs> i spent like four hours trying to get like this crazy guy to like engage with me and not he ended up calling me like really sexist things and like <laughs> like i was it's just not like worth it. i mean I don't know. It was it was at least interesting. It's, in, it's he interesting. It, it can be.
2: It can be entertaining. You know.
3: It was at least it was at least fascinating for me because he <laughs> calls himself a liberal.
2: Oh, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was entertaining.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was certainly entertaining and
2: enlightening because this guy obviously <laughs> hates women.
1: So
3: he obviously hates women and sits there and <laughs> says things like, "I don't hate women. I don't think women should be a decoration." You femoid. Mm. Wow, dude.
2: You just played really? yourself, son. <laughs>
3: he got he got really mad at me
1: uh
2: he got okay. really mad at me. well that's all we got going on matt pal's gonna be coming up sometime in august i would think mid-august late august i don't know my my work trip got postponed so it's uh, Ooh, uh it's up to the fates right now but we'll figure it out yeah
3: we'll we'll
2: talk yeah we'll talk afterward anyway we're gonna go ahead and dump you off to the first little commercial or funny bit that you guys like to hear and then we'll be right back this is the utah Outcasts. hi this is dan Brian, and Matt, with the Godless Revolution Podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show,
0: such as Russell Glasser, Dan Arrow, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Messner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot.
2: We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. We're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state
4: and against anti-skepticism of all kinds.
0: You should give us a listen, because if you
4: don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy.
2: Listen to the Godless
4: Revolution Podcast. There is no food in this high mountain. What
0: about
4: the juniper bushes over there? <coughs> uh, I've, yeah.
1: I've yeah. oh. made the bush
0: fruitful by his word.
1: I
3: brought forth juniper berries. Of course they brought forth juniper berries. They're juniper bushes. What do you expect?
2: Sandra Little-Brown, who said in a campaign ad that she had the endorsement of Jesus Christ,
3: <laughs> oh god okay
2: just just guess what happened in her in her campaign
3: i'm going to guess that there was plenty of christians who didn't appreciate that well she lost her
2: runoff election so let's put it uh, that
3: way <laughs> it didn't really work out
2: and it says here that uh god may be dead but irony sure isn't but <laughs>
3: cha it's funny
2: And to quote one commenter, the last thing we need is another foreigner interfering in the American election. (laughs) (laughs) So Brown herself was trying to was hoping to get reelected to the Jefferson County Commission in Alabama and in last month. So like in June in the Democratic primary, she and both her opponents, Sheila Tyson, received about 46 percent of the vote and in an effort to tip the scales brown distributed flyers featuring a fake ballot with her name larger than tyson's it's like they made up they mocked up like the names just like you normally would and they just used like uh-huh. the te- they, they they did the mask for it and then they yeah, just squished yeah. the, the name down shorter for the opponent like it, it's no. okay, it's so obviously really terribly done it was terribly so done.
3: what was what was the goal there like and what said, was their marketing strategy the, the,
2: here's here's the fake ballot that had her name on there it said that she was supported by jesus christ and his followers is what it said on the the fake ballot thing oh. like for a member jefferson county commissioner district two vote for one sandra little brown big text sheila tyson tiny text supported by big bold letters jesus christ and his followers <laughs> And so there Brown one. didn't even pretend to deny it, and she sent a video to uh, AL.com, yesterday, not yesterday, earlier this week, uh, that she defended the ad. She said, we pray before we go out and we do anything. That is a divine piece of material that went out from this campaign. She's saying <laughs> her flyer was divine. Your That's hilarious. Liar?
3: Again, what was the marketing goal there?
2: <laughs> Brown tells supporters like- and staff in her campaign office in the video, I'm not afraid to own Jesus anywhere.
3: Oh, that's
2: hot. Own Jesus. I, I I've never heard it being considered that before. Like I haven't before. either,
3: but like all I'm getting is like she like has Jesus in a collar and a ball gag and like spanks him in public. I was
2: gonna say, yeah, leather boy or a latex guy. Exactly. You, know, <laughs> you get me, Axe. You
3: get me.
2: Yeah. This campaign is built upon righteousness from the beginning to the end. And if anybody got a problem with that ballot, they got to see Jesus. Then they got to see Jesus if they got a problem with it and just
3: Oh, the, oh, the, oh, yeah. yeah. If you
2: got a problem, then you get to go see Jesus about it. You know?
3: I would love to consult Jesus on this one. Uh, so... be like, <laughs> what's a ballot? Um,
2: I don't, what are you talking about? We don't get to pick our rulers.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was kind of why I got crucified like
2: <laughs> <a> <laughs> because I claimed disson- to be dissonant. the king of Jews, you know, it was, it
3: was <laughs> political dissonant. I kind of think thought Rome didn't really have a right to be in our area. Any who, <laughs> So the
2: author here says that I guess even Jesus didn't like being co-opted for a campaign ad. And so just the other night, Brown lost the primary election decisively.
3: Ooh.
2: <laughs> she had Wait, served she was a on the
3: Democrat. I'm sorry. She was a Democrat. Yeah,
2: it was. It was a Democrat uh, runoff against each other in the primary. So she lost her <laughs> incumbency is what she she lost in this one. She Ooh. served on the county commission for two terms and. Her opponent received 6,200 votes while she received 5,600 votes. And so in a small race like that, 600 is about, I don't want to do the math because I don't want people to correct me on it. So yeah, you're not even. But it shows vote in your local election. 600 out of
3: 12,000
2: is like what? 10, like 5%, 10% something like that? That's not 10%. I don't
3: know, man. I don't do the math. I don't know. And I'm
2: not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It wasn't a lot.
3: Six hundred's not a lot.
2: 600 out of 12,000 is a lot. That's a, that's a, that's a decisive number. You know, that's not like 3 million that Hillary had over Clinton. I mean, over Trump. <laughs> anyway, back to it. It yeah. says that even Jesus's vote wouldn't have mattered in this race.
3: <laughs> oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. He,
2: even his vote didn't matter. Uh, so far, Brown hasn't issued an official statement for this, but uh, we're all holding out hope for a concession speech where she blames Jesus for the loss. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know that's never going to happen. No. <laughs> and by the way, it says here in the article, there are no Republicans running for the seat, so while the elections are in November, Tyson is now the next county commissioner for this district. so
3: congratulations, yay, you you didn't knocked off some,
2: <laughs> You knocked off somebody that had a s- flyer saying that they're supported by Jesus Christ, like that that kind of pandering. I just wonder what are they thinking? You know
3: statistically, the person who won. Uh, probably as a Christian as well um, that's fine I'm glad that you decided to not be like super uh, gross about it Yeah. so thanks
2: we don't care where you catch the show whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell even YouTube, if you enjoy the show even the slightest amount all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe like or share us with your friends without word of mouth we'd have never become the show that we are today
4: we look. We're like, yeah. Can I have a decaf mocha, half latte, half
1: boobies?
4: <laughs>
1: she got a boobie down right there, right? <laughs>
4: I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, decaf mocha, half soy, half decaf, decaf boobies.
2: A Mormon woman with four children needed a temple recommend recently, signature from her bishop. Uh, it's and for people that are wondering, like the article says here, the Mormon temple recommend is like a costco membership card for the lds church
3: that's a really good way to put it
2: yep you have to you have to pay into it because you have to pay your tithing and you have to show it at the door entrance and exit pretty much
1: so,
3: uh, uh if i pretended hard enough i could get one
1: yeah i bet you we i don't could. have any tattoos <laughs> uh let's see
2: and they it allows you to enter the building but the bishop refused to do it because she had openly been breastfeeding her baby during church services recently. And this is outside of Utah. This is not actually in like Utah, which is interesting to me because that sounds very, that
3: sounds very, good,
2: Utah. like very Utah Mormon thing where it's like, yeah. boobies, oh no, how gross. Unless A I'm thinking about sucking on them. See
3: them.
2: <laughs> and interestingly enough, the husband actually backed her up in front of the bishop during this whole meeting they were having. Good. He's like, Yeah, I'm not going to tell her that she can't do this. And so he doesn't get his church thing either. So what? Yeah, not
3: woman in place. And so he doesn't get his he doesn't get his
2: recommend. Yeah. So they both lost their temple recommends on this.
3: He is a cunt.
2: (laughs) And so the lady uh, says here that the bishop quoted from the church's quote for the strength of youth pamphlet about modesty and reportedly told her that women should cover up so that men do not have sexual thoughts. Boy, that sounds exactly like Muslim extremists.
3: You know, Jesus Christ, I wanted like just ah uh, YouTube. Why won't you let me show my boobs? Because right now I'd be doing this entire <laughs> like this entire segment topless. Absolutely, fuck you. Okay, first of all, first of all, uh, okay, I disagree with the women who are like boobs are for feeding babies. They are equally for feeding babies and as sexual indicators. Uh, and sexual. Uh, uh secondary sexual sex characteristics like these are all the things boobs do and they're all fabulous but you know what when there's a baby attached it's doing its job right it's,
2: it's not a right? sexual object at that point you're a creep if you think so <laughs> i'm it's not afraid to a say sexual
3: it. <laughs> object. it's never an object right yeah. it's a body part attached to a whole human being and it's doing one of its very important jobs and like <laughs> what what do they want they want her to just like to, to leave? Well,
2: they they had the mother's room, which was through the ladies' room. Like you had to go into the ladies' room and then through there to get to the to the the mother's room, kind of thing.
3: Why? You but it didn't have
2: there. it didn't have the church service piped into it, so she wasn't able to hear what she wanted to be there for. She obviously wants to be a member in good standing here, but they wouldn't let her like sit out in the foyer. She was sitting. out, Oh, sorry, that's the Utah pronunciation of it, the foyer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Is, that, is is there is it not pronounced foyer in other places?
2: In most places, it's foyer. Is <laughs> yeah. But in, in, here in Utah, it's foyer.
3: Oh, it foyer? <laughs>
2: it really is.
3: Oh, people are going to correct us on podcast. this,
2: I'm sure, too. I'm anyway.
3: pretty sure it's foyer all, all across the United States. So
2: she was uh, sitting out front where they have like a handful of chairs, usually, where people can sit and do business and stuff like that. And so she just wanted to sit there because she could hear what's going on in the tabernacle behind her and they got pissed off about it so during this meeting she she said that she left the room several times to try to calm down and at one point while she wasn't there she claims that the stake president told her husband that he had to control his wife and that if he supported her he wouldn't get his recommend signed either and her husband chose to stand behind her and now neither can enter the temple at all
3: hey you know what um I would hope this couple takes some time. If you're listening, and I hope you are, um, good for you. You know what? Uh, you have every right to feed your baby wherever you're at. There's no reason why you need to cover up. Your breasts are not shameful. Uh, there's, they're not disgusting. Your baby needs to be fed, and they shouldn't have to be fed in under a cloth. I know that a lot of women have a hard time getting their babies to latch under cloth because it's a very uncomfortable experience. <laughs> I'm sure it's very uncomfortable for these babies. Um, so you, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I would invite you if you want to maybe look into an alternative community, you can keep your faith, uh, Sunday assembly. I hope there is an, a, a chapter near you, uh, and, uh, they're secular. They, they don't do supernatural or God stuff, but they don't care if you do. Uh, and you're, you're always free to breastfeed. You're going to get radical support um and you're welcome to pursue other religious things but i i hope you know that you're welcome and invited in other areas where you're not going to be shamed for your body doing what it needs to do or your baby getting fed
2: now thankfully this story has reached all of the the right channels that you can get because you get utah women or, i'm sorry mormon women in particular riled up about how they're able to like raise their children child rearing and stuff like that you've got a pretty potent group that's like coming at your ass now so it's reached the right blogosphere sections where people are actually talking about this and uh, for a lot of people and we don't understand it because we're not members in good standing or anything like that but them not being able to get their temple recommend is a thing that is a very tragic piece of news for them like it's something that they are honestly like Oh, we're not worthy to be in God's house kind of thing. It's it's a very like shunning kind of thing for these people.
3: Yeah, it's it's a it's it's shameful according to that culture. So the
2: woman grieves the loss of her temple recommend and believes that without a recommend her spiritual well being is at stake. And I couldn't imagine that, that kind, kind of, of threat.
3: That's horrible. Yeah. So That's she struggles horrible. with feelings
2: of depression and has lingering health issues because of it. She wishes for a resolution with the ward members, bishop and stake president. that is a peaceful reconciliation where she may continue to nurse uncovered in the foyer as she has been doing. And so for what it's worth, uh, according to this article, there is no LDS church policy on breastfeeding. If it's not in your handbook, you can't say she's breaking rules. So, but there are men who just can't deal with it. And the church needs to make it clear that breastfeeding isn't some sort of sexual act. And women who need to do so are welcome to do it inside of the temple. You know, if men have a problem. Who the fuck cares that breastfeeding has nothing to do with you? <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm sorry. Do they think that the Mormon pioneer women were like covering up and going into women's rooms to be- breastfeed when they were on the trail or when they were here in Utah at the beginning? What do you think? That was just like a thing that they was. No, these women were pulling out a tit and feeding the baby. God damn it. No, they, they were, were heating pioneered. up that bottle
2: of water and they were putting the formula. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. They didn't mm. have that kind they of They didn't hmm. have that.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh! and then there were women who would not produce enough milk. So, you know what women have done throughout history is stick it on another lady's boob. That
1: yep. works, too. And Wet you know nursing. what?
3: That just boobs. There would just be boobs and you just have to fucking deal with it. Like they didn't have like those fancy shawls that cover people. Again, really not necessary or <laughs> reasonable to think that that's the appropriate way to feed a baby. Oh, I I have friends who are mothers, and I have seen them breastfeed. And you know what? It's fine. You can carry on a conversation because it's just a baby. It's just a boob. It's just a baby. You're fine. I what is this? Like they're like so terrified of boobs. Like they think men <laughs> like dicks are just gonna like, jump out of their pants and like start shooting at all the women. And like what do they think is gonna
2: happen? <laughs> it's just gonna fly off. <laughs> yeah. They, they must just, have eaten some gluten. Just like just
3: like <laughs> yeah. They're just gonna like have like these dicks that are like dragging them around the room like a cartoon character. Like, <laughs> like what if can't gonna help happen? it? I can't stop myself. The dick is <laughs> out of control. There's a baby on a boob.
2: Makes me think of the whole uh Simpsons episode where Lisa just starts sw- or Bart starts swinging his fists around and he's like, if you're in my way, it's all your fault. It's your fault if this hits you. <laughs> <laughs> This guy just has his dick out, going in circles, and he's like, "It's your fault."
3: It's your fault. There's a boob out. If it hits you, it's your fault. I have a baby on it. It's your fault. I can't go anywhere. It's your fault. That
2: kid's gonna be collateral damage.
3: (laughs) Sir, you just hit a baby with your dick.
1: Prison, prison for you.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: Exactly. <laughs> men chill the fuck out when it comes to breastfeeding seriously i'm just glad it wasn't specifically utah in this case for one did you know that if you're not a patreon patron you're not getting the entire show each week it's true we record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil you're missing out Or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. I don't
3: think the guns are a good idea. Mart responsible
2: adults and if a group of responsible adults can handle firearms in a responsible way sorry oh me again sorry this one comes to us from a local uh tv station dot K-U-T- kutv.com i think channel two i think uh who fucking cares think so. uh the lds church has said that it has no plans to change its policy or stance on guns inside of its buildings after a deadly shooting inside of one of its chapels in Fallon, Nevada. On the this past day. Oh, you didn't hear about that? No! Yeah, there was a guy that was uh, like bringing his gun into church, and he shot somebody.
3: <gasps> yeah. It's almost like the presence of a gun is an escalating factor and not it's a... It's multiplier, mis- huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's a multiplier, not a reduction. Yeah, so what's the so- story?
2: Give me the story. So, the church spokesman Irene Casso re- released the following statement Monday afternoon says, "Our chapels are dedicated for the worship of God and as havens from the cares and concerns of the world. Carrying the carrying of lethal weapons concealed or otherwise within their walls is inappropriate except as required by officers of the law." is what is said there.
3: Um okay, what police shouldn't have guns, but that's a different topic. Uh two, <laughs> i'm just gonna say it all the time police should have no, i know
2: i know i just i'm thinking i'm thinking okay. of the comments coming in that's all
3: oh yeah oh yes you can like hashtag it police just says yeah. police shouldn't have guns don't do it don't do it <laughs> that's don't too do big it of a hashtag oh good <laughs> god uh any there <laughs> uh yeah i kind of agree with her actually um places of community gathering probably shouldn't have guns
2: so several churches across the valley told two news that Carrying guns inside their chapels is critical for security. <laughs> Isn't that like the house of uh, God? Isn't that where God is supposed thought, to reside?
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, and he can't stop that thing from happening, which he set into motion. I mean, we're getting into the whole problem of evil that I can't wait to talk to like people like Matt Powell about where I'm like.
3: No, we he, can't talk to him about Jesus because he sucks no, when no, he but, talks about
2: but let's let's talk about like evil was created by god let's just let's bring that up and be like no no not <laughs> like here's a passage in your book that says otherwise eh. we're not going to do that because we're not going to go bible on that guy but anyway the fact that mormon churches people there think that they need to bring their guns with them for security in nevada really oh here's the reason why so jonathan carrillo the ministry director at calvary salt lake who is the who's in charge of security, says. We invite broken people to the church. We invite everyone to the Lord. And when you open your doors to everybody, sometimes you get people you don't expect.
3: Yeah, like people carrying guns who are violent.
2: And kill people inside your church. Just a thought. And this guy uh, at Calvary says that he has three services every Sunday and sees about 900 people come through its doors. Man, that's a hell of a business if you can make yeah, nine hundred ten percent on what they like even even uh, like ten bucks that's I, like 9,000, you know I
3: do want to take a minute to say, uh, for those people affected by this violence, I am truly sorry. It's horrifically traumatizing and tragic. uh as much as we can disagree about religion, I don't discount how horrifying this must have been for those people. Oh, I don't so wish sorry death upon anybody absolutely either, so. not absolutely not. you did not deserve this uh and I, I hope that you get the proper support. Uh, please consider therapy; it really does help. Uh, not not in lieu of whatever spiritual journey you're on, but just as a a path. Um, so that being said, <laughs> stop t- taking guns in the fucking church. What the fuck?
2: It says here the the same guy Carrillo says that our goal is that no one even knows that we are here. And if we have done that, if someone walks in and walks out and says, That church has no security, we've done our job, says Carrillo's like
3: Oh my god. It's like that stupid fucking thing. Yeah, it's this yeah, it's this good guy with a gun, gun fantasy bullshit. Okay, so oh, Nevada, pretty gun owning. So somebody brought a gun in, killed a bunch of people. Uh do we know uh what what stopped him?
2: You know, I don't have the original article up here. I just find it funny that there these people are just like you know what we need it's this microcosm of america where mm-hmm. you know we had a we had a problem with someone killing somebody in our church because they brought in with a they came in with a gun you know to stop that problem more guns
3: more guns
2: <laughs> that's like the news item that i saw earlier this week about how nobody's standing in the way of 3d printed guns becoming a thing they there then there's people that are cheering it on they're like Great, so people in countries that have gun rights laws, that have, that have uh, you, you can't carry any kind of gun with you, you can get a 3D printer and you can make your own gun for freedom. It sounds a lot like somebody stoking the fires of like an insurrection to me. But anyway, mm. uh, Charles this is the guy's name, H-U-Y-C-K, a formal, former special agent, has been training pastors and church leaders for act, about active shooters for about 10 years. He says, we live in a day and age where churches have to be concerned about security. You know what works just fine for security? Watching people is when they come in. Watching yeah. the folks when they come into a place. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He says, you can welcome people, but at the same time, you can keep a watch on them. He said, oh wait, that's what we just said. The only thing that's going to stop a bad guy with a gun.
3: Well, this guy was apprehended by the police. He's so. a good
2: guy with a gun, he says here. So Uh-huh. Yeah, the police had to come and get involved in that one. It wasn't somebody in the church with a gun. Hmm. You know, even if somebody was armed, they probably would have been shit in their pants. Yeah. Anyway,
3: uh, so. After the shooting, O'Connor went to his home about a block away and surrendered later that day in a, after a standoff with police. Hmm. So. So he came
2: in, shot one person in particular, and then left. So.
3: Hmm. They knew each other. Mm-hmm.
2: So it was, an, it was more of a passion crime than just a random act of violence kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he had a reasoning behind what he did. Yeah. Yep, even yep. if there was the good guy with a gun in there, it, if he would have shot the one dude, he would his mission was accomplished, and if the other kid got shot or whoever it was got shot, be like he still did what he came to that church to do, which is to kill somebody. So.
3: Yep. So no, there was no. I i guarantee, like, with the amount of guns there, there was somebody else with a gun who <laughs> came in, shot him left. What there was no, there was no. There was no gun. stopping him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what would have helped though is this guy shouldn't have had access to a gun and we should probably make guns a lot harder to get
2: oh but we can't talk about that we can't ever talk about that felicia because that's a no-no we can't possibly talk about guns. I'm, I'm just saying
3: if we i'm just saying if we reduce the amount of guns in the marketplace and make them much harder to obtain um he probably wouldn't have got a gun
2: i agree want to get in touch with the outcasts it's easy we're available on most social media platforms as utah outcasts we're on youtube reddit patreon stitcher spreaker well shit you name it uh, you can email us via mailbag at Utahoutcast.com. you can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377 or for those of you who are so inclined click the contact us link on our website utahoutcast.com and we'll be
0: in touch I'm Carl Sagan. Just how old is our planet? Scientists believe it's four...
2: Bi- hundreds and hundreds of years old.
0: Scientists
3: have determined that the universe was created by... A God.
4: Big Bang. If you look at the bones of a Jesus... Rex, it's clear by the use of carbon dating that...
2: Mountain Dew is the best soda ever made. All right, we have a clip that we're going to bring you guys today. Where it comes from the answers in Genesis, folks. And this guy claims to be a scientific person. Let's just
3: say. That's uh, a science,
2: A science-minded person. The, he calls himself Dr. Andrew Snelling.
3: Doctor? Doctor. doctor.
2: I don't know what kind of doctor. He could just have an English degree, for all I fucking know. <laughs> I've met people that do that kind of thing.
3: I'm also a science person, I guess. <laughs> I'm a science person. I'm a anyway, science person. Anyway,
2: he's going to talk to us about the history book of the universe. Anybody want to guess what answers in Genesis think that the history book of the universe is?
3: Ooh, 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 me. Gee,
2: what what could it be?
0: (laughs) 6,000 years old.
2: Yeah, it's the Bible, of course. And so here we go.
0: The Bible is God's history book of the universe. In fact, the reality is it's his story. What do I mean by that? It's all about Jesus Christ. It starts with Jesus as the creator. Nope. I was going to say,
3: wait, no. No, Jesus is only part of it he's only four gospels
2: he shows up in the new testament if i remember and not
3: correctly. even the whole new testament
2: no no just the just, just the, gospels. the gospels uh it's a book about him though but, i mean he claims but, to be the god creator and the god
3: you know, or whatever but uh the bible just says in the beginning right like yeah but that would just be our beginning right
1: well the beginning we about the, the beginning
2: is before us but i mean the beginning like, of what i mean
3: one would presume god existed before then
2: oh yeah he's that uncaused cause they like to talk about all the time and it's like yeah. that where does so, it say that
3: <laughs> like what was god like up to before then
2: what was he doing
3: yeah i mean i'm just feeling there's a lot of story not being told and so i'm saying
2: i know we need a prequel to the bible let's get <laughs> back Ooh, <laughs> let's it's
3: gonna be like that. doctor who it's gonna
0: be interesting <laughs> be weird.
2: Uh, okay, let's let this guy speak some more.
0: And in the middle, you've got Jesus as the Redeemer, and at the end, you've got Jesus the Coming King. Okay, so Coming he-
2: King or or Coming oh, Becoming King? Sorry, Becoming coming.
0: King. Oh, did he say Becoming? Because I heard
3: uh, maybe coming,
2: Becoming. I, I thought Coming King. I was like, No, he can't be uh, saying that. Like, uh, 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 yeah, I need I need some protein snacks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Water, protein snacks. Water. Go again. Uh-huh. Huh? <laughs> he's got a, a,
1: a
2: recharge rate of at least five minutes i would think you know
3: god, yeah god has got a low refractory period i would think <laughs> jesus does i feel like yeah, jesus not, would be a it's not so much, lover
2: it's not the swimmers you have to worry about it's the stuff that they're ba- they're bas the basking in not basking basting in there you go yeah yeah yeah.
3: All, <laughs> the all the other stuff the swimmers like nothing
2: aka dog water or hot dog water you know oh, whichever you want to yeah, call it god.
0: <laughs> Fine. And it's all about Jesus. That's why you've got the genealogies to show you his history, his family history, so that he can truly be our kinsman redeemer. He was truly born a man, but he was sent from heaven. From oh, I'm heaven. sorry.
3: I'm sorry. He just got talking about the biblical genealogies, and I like had like a PTSD response to like boredom. Like, <laughs> like try, Whoa, oh, killing me. It's just like begat 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 begat. Ugh. It's
2: nah. ah. <laughs> just uh, funny. Like like they had to show the genealogy that he was a human, but he was God before he became a
3: human. How does he have a, <laughs> a genealogy? Like, isn't the Bible like n- paternal genealogy?
2: I t- I don't know. <laughs> well, God I don't made him know. so. Uh, Some
3: Christian get in here and lecture us on the genealogy of Jesus,
2: and we'll
0: just be like, "I don't care." I don't care. <laughs> and so, what does the Bible record about history, Earth history? Well, we start with the creation. In the beginning, God created. We don't have time to go into all the details today. It's like two pages, dude.
2: It's we don't like have two time. Pages. To go into the details. So wait for the, 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 the sleight of hand close-up magic that he does here. So, yeah, mm-hmm. hang on.
0: But we'll look at some salient points. The earth was created. It was initially covered in water. And then on day three, we read that God made the dry land. He put soil on it, and he put plants.
2: Okay, so he skipped day one. God separated light from darkness. We got that one which i don't know yeah, how you do heart. before we get to step 4 but anyway uh <laughs> uh step 2 or Dave 2 separated the waters above from the waters below does that mean clouds from ocean or something i uh, really you well, yet did you create but, but the water written. cycle no
3: one knew what that meant
2: yeah and then day 3 is what he's talking about here god created the sea together uh gathered the sea together and caused dry land to appear he he caused seed-bearing vegetation to appear too, is what he it says here on this little cheat sheet that I have.
3: Okay. And there
2: was evening and morning. It says there,
3: but pfft, but, there but there should have, but there has to be, there has to be like day and night, though, right? If you made, I plants,
1: guess? You, there has to be a day and a night, correct? I mean,
3: there has to be.
2: But wait a minute, wait a minute, we're forgetting oh, wait, our rule.
3: Already, okay, we're but, forgetting our
2: rule. We're we're forgetting our rule because. If God's involved, it's magic. magic. Therefore, yeah, we we yeah, don't even need to be talking about this anymore. <laughs> anyway, let's let, wait for the magic. Here we go.
0: And he was preparing it for animals to live in and live on, and uh, making it a suitable home for man. Uh, on day five, we read that God made the flying creatures and the sea creatures.
2: Day five. So he went from dry land and vegetation. <laughs> To day I five. Do, you, do do you know why he skipped day four? Yeah. Anybody?
1: <laughs>
3: because
2: that's the day that he made the sun and the moon.
3: Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so have, how was their day I night before
2: suns? I don't know. Anyway, go ahead.
3: I have a question. Okay. So, um, made the flying creatures and the sea creatures, right? Mm-hmm. So how come both bats and whales have hands? <laughs> I'm just like, why? Like, how come? Like, how? Well, you see,
2: before there was this kind, we had a different kind.
3: Like the 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 the, the DNA though. The (sighs) magic man. I'm sorry. I'm trying to make this more interesting for me because I'm so bored.
2: It's so boring. I just love the fact that they went from day three, he made land. Day five, he made all the creatures, and it's like, wait a minute, you left out that whole part about there not being any sun.
3: We don't have time to go over all of it. It's two fucking pages, dude.
2: It's like Like, very simple, like Genesis.
3: And and it's two pages in which the writing is way excessive. You can really condense that down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He'd already made the oceans and the the atmosphere earlier on. Now he was filling them. And then on day six, he filled the land with man and uh, with the land animals and man.
3: (sighs) Oh. (laughs) Oh. Man. <laughs> but like just that one dude
0: history book of the universe right
2: i mean
3: and adam named all the animals and he was like okay <laughs> i don't know cow and god's like good name good name what about this one um penguin <laughs> snake <Sure>. <laughs> <Plattipus>. <laughs> are you just making things up now yes that you told me to do
1: <laughs> like that's a sea horse, but that's the man it carries the babies
3: <laughs> wait it, what I guess it kind of looks like that other one and it's a horse um what's this one I don't know it's just a glob and it's got eight but it's sticking to me it's sticking to me why is it sticking to me <laughs> is that a fucking beak is that a fucking it, it's an octopus
2: <laughs> that's the, assuming that they had the word because the root Greek word for the know, octo and
1: I know it's, it's so
2: funny we named <laughs>
3: all the animals but we don't have a common like there's a bunch of names for animals like, oh, yeah. all over
0: and of course I don't need you don't need to be reminded surely the reason why those were literal days—twenty, roughly 24 hours as we experience the day How is they be literal
3: days you skipped the part where he made the sun.
0: <laughs> yeah. How did he get to day four? How, there was no
2: counting for what day was what <laughs> before the sun was there.
3: Hours. There wasn't hours yet.
2: Oh, wait. It's because they they were speaking metaphorically back then. How, you oh, look, there's literal. light in the sky. Where does the light come from? It just is. And that it's, glowing thing over there literal. is just a symbol. You know, it's
3: just literal. He said literal 24 hours. <laughs> there was no hours. There's no hours without a sun.
0: <laughs> Go to Exodus chapter 20, verse 11. The reason God said, you will work for six days and rest for one is because in six days, the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the seed, all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Before labor unions stepped Why? into things. You know.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> they gave us, you know, two days off.
2: Ooh, which is still not enough.
3: And also, like, in the ancient world, like, they didn't, like work for six days and then like not for one like, they would they would work every day and then uh except they, that seventh
2: day you weren't supposed to do shit if you're a Christian back then
3: depended on the interpretation <laughs> not everyone followed that fucking rule anyway. For a while you just like but then like for a lot of the ancient world like they would just take like two weeks off for holidays and shit. Uh everyone got the days off. You know? I mean I, I don't hate know. These people's
2: it's very it's different. Stupid. Also, you
3: couldn't work after dark or before morning. So, yeah. Like yeah.
1: I'm going to let him finish.
0: Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Aren't you glad that the week is only 6 days long and you get a day of rest? You know, if the, if the week was millions of years long, you'd never get a day off to rest. Or God could just
3: have like done it all in three and then given us four days off why didn't he do that
2: why did he need a whole week to do or six days to do this shit
3: yeah i thought he was omni omnipotent omni if he's omni
2: everything you know omni,
3: omni, omni, omni. He,
2: he could you could have done it in the first snap of his fingers like thanos did yeah you know <laughs> and he just had I, a magic glove i mean fuck if <laughs> you're he, <gone. laughs> he was
3: like he was like you know what fuck those motherfuckers they don't deserve more than one twenty-four 24-hour period
2: like I got Xbox I want to play i don't I don't all want to be doing this all day long. I mean, seriously, it's so much work
3: what is work <laughs> <laughs> like define labor right? like am I not allowed to do my art
1: if
2: I mean, when we live in a capitalist society, if well, your things art things is work. valued at anything, then yes, it's considered work i mean all
3: all. I mean, all li- everything's labor in a capitalist society like like yep. let's not do a marxist this, felicia, this.
2: felicia this is this is labor this doesn't i know, like labor, but...
3: I, I, know this labor. <laughs> I know this is labor i am fully aware this is labor like i get that and in we a non-monetary in society. society in a non-monetary <laughs> society this wouldn't matter no. but like we just do this because i don't know we're crazy people um <laughs> yep
2: yeah but I, I, this guy doesn't really have a point, though. I mean, the the book of the of the universe is the Bible.
3: Mm, no, <laughs> it really, doesn't get down to it though, because it really only talks about like one spot. There's not there's a whole lot of universe it's just not talking about.
2: It doesn't say anything about Jupiter, you know. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. say any of the other cool shit that we have in our universe. I mean, I'm sure there's there's a planets about- made You're out of whole about- diamond, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. What about your found,
2: rifle? We found a liquid, a liquid water lake on Mars this week, where it's like three meters deep in certain parts. Where I'm
3: just gonna say there's not a single tardigrade in the Bible anywhere.
2: No, even though they can survive everything.
3: Everything, including, including Ant Man. So <laughs> I feel like the tardigrade like should have gotten an honorable mention if it was like a supreme deity. Like he's like, and this we should worship neat. the tardigrade. <laughs> yeah, fucking tardigrade. All
2: hail the water bear. Which oh, is another stupid <laughs>
3: name t-shirt idea.
2: We haven't done a Alex Jones-esque clip in a while, and we kind of have one. It's Owen Schroyer, of course, but he's Infowars Light, so... For those that might not be in the know, Infowars said some horrible shit this week, and they got a channel strike on YouTube, and they got yelled at on Facebook because you know he was going. I mean, I can't find the video anywhere, but he was going around saying like he had was having fantasies about shooting Mueller, like Robert Mueller, and so they got their they lost the ability oh, to do oh, live I shows on like- Facebook too. So.
3: Hmm. I feel like we talked about this, uh, just not too long ago. We're like, if he go on another, uh, burr, 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 he was gonna be in trouble, and um, he <laughs> did because we knew he couldn't help himself, like say some, not say something terrible. Come on, Alex, we know you.
2: He keeps testing the waters, and he's coming to find out. Oh wait, okay, there's a limit there. I can't go that.
3: Yeah, far. anything that threatens like capitalism, really.
2: <laughs> but anyway, Owen Schreyer's is gonna talk to us about. And the the video here is labeled, EMERGENCY in all caps, InfoWars BANNED from the internet. Like, all of it? Which, how am I watching this over here? How am I commenting on it if they're banned from the internet?
3: Yeah, um... That's not also, a thing. <laughs> all of it? Because if it's not all of it, then, like...
2: You're not banned you're not from re- the internet.
3: Yeah, you're not banned from the internet. I don't know, like...
2: Well, he's going to cell phone himself in the first couple of minutes here, so let's go ahead and get started.
4: All right. Owen Schroer here for Infowars.com. It is 6.05 local here in Austin, Texas. And yesterday, the Alex Jones show, the Alex Jones channel on YouTube, was banned from going live.
2: Oh, okay, so it was banned from going live.
4: Oh. You can record
2: stuff and post it later like we do. (laughs) I mean. We have the live option. We just never use it because why?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I guess people feel like they could production. chat with us in real time. That could be fun.
2: That could be fun. We'll see. Yeah. When we hit 2000 subscribers, we'll talk about that. But yeah.
4: anyway, yeah, let's. The War Room channel was also banned from going live. Now, we have a bunch of satellite channels out there that were able to go live until today. Now, any live YouTube broadcast on YouTube is totally banned. But what you're looking at here...
2: Because you're bending the fucking rules, is the thing.
3: Oh, I feel so bad for you. They're I, I like, and... maybe we... I don't... Jesus Christ, no. They say <laughs> terrible things. Like, they say I, terrible, waiting. terrible things. I'm, On I'm waiting show, for them to
2: bring this up as a First Amendment issue. I'm waiting for them to bring that up, because they <gasps> always jump to that
3: shit. Oh, Fine. Okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I haven't heard the whole thing, so here we
4: go. Is actually Facebook's ban. So now Facebook... Has banned from info, Infowars from doing live broadcasts on Facebook. So that's what you're looking at here. Now, this is this is actually critical information because critical. Mike Adams wrote a report, report the grand plan for internet censorship that made it to Trump's desk, that made it to Trump's cabinet. Now they've read it. They saw all the information. Paul Joseph Watson made it go viral with a story on Infowars.com. You guys
2: think you're so special. You think that people honestly really care about you. You once your show dries up and blows away like a tumbleweed, you're not going to be anything. Look at Glenn Beck. What happened with him? Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, like yeah, you're just a flash in the pan again of some Nazi fuck. Like you're just a some f- fashion
2: convertible. That's what you are. Yeah, you're just a
3: bunch of fascist fucks, excuse me. I don't actually think you're Nazis, but I do think you're fascist fucks. Um, yeah. some of you might be Nazis, I don't really know um, but you're a bunch of fascist fucks who have a lot of really meaningless shit to say, you're gonna run out of the news it's, you're just gonna be like those other Christian like prophets who like prophesize the end of the world and then it just doesn't happen enough and then they finally just mm, disappear like a fart in the wind
1: <laughs>
2: oh That's but Felicia, they're making so much money off of their stuff so obviously must be right and true <laughs> Yeah, hard. when you sell dick pills and stuff like that, you know.
3: God damn it. There are real medicines Let's for sell your dick. lady
2: boner pills. That'd be great.
3: We <laughs> really need to start developing those, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, all these guys oh, are no, so agree. worried about their
3: dicks, are all worried about their dicks, but like, you know what? Lady boners need some help, too. We got yeah. dick pills. We got those. They're covered in insurance. Like, we can't <laughs> even study lady boners because everyone's, like, afraid. Like, if women have sexual autonomy, then maybe they won't be monogamous. And you know what? They're not wrong.
2: The clitoris is a myth, is what they're trying to tell you. That's what Worse is going to come out with their next thing. <laughs> and
3: if you say otherwise, you are censoring them. Also, no <laughs> one's censoring you, you motherfucker. You're still, like... and also, It's their,
2: it's their platform
3: YouTube, that yeah, YouTube you abuse. YouTube and Facebook have every right to censor you, which I have some issues with, but, like, you guys should just be censored. You say terrible, terrible things.
2: You incite people to do things. To
4: violence. To violence.
2: Yep. All right, let's
3: let him say
4: something. So now what you're seeing is on the heels of this, on the heels of our information, our pertinent information getting to Trump's desk, they're now censoring us because we're too effective.
2: Correlation is not causation. You know.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry. A lot of things make it to Trump's desk, including, like, just shit hamburgers and well-done steak. So...
2: If it was more than Mr. Brown goes Moo, you know, can you then You're he, he didn't read it. it. He's not going to read it. They don't well, care. You know,
3: oh, yeah, do you think he cares about you? Do you think he cares?
2: Do you they think, think that cares? a narcissist cares about them?
3: They think he does. I think that they like think they're important enough that he would take notice in any aspect either to censor or to like, generate. Neither of those is going <laughs> to happen, guys. Like He doesn't care about you.
1: Here's
2: the only time Trump cares about you is when it can benefit him.
3: If you uh, ideologically fallate Trump, then yes, (laughs) he'll be into that. But he's not going to care about you at literally any other moment. He's just going to like, he likes he likes mental fellatio. That's it. It's all he likes. And maybe real fellatio. I don't know. This is dick work. Who knows? hashtag trump's dick doesn't work allegedly probably not.
2: probably not i mean look at the stuff he was taking for his hair to growth you know it's just it oh, makes alleged. your dick not work so and you know i'm sure he's probably got a disease or two <laughs> anyway
4: so we can't broadcast live on youtube and now we can't broadcast live on facebook what about Periscope? twitter will probably come next but oh. we haven't gotten hit with that yet we're we're expecting
2: which at jack Come on, man! Seriously, get on it.
3: <laughs> oh my that to happen God. next. You're so, not persecuted. Amazingly,
4: though, you have Facebook having one of the worst days ever. It may go down as the worst day ever in the history of stock market.
2: It actually was. It was a pretty big fucking drop, like a hundred million dollars, just poof in the, the air. Yeah,
3: my face was like, "Oh, you think it's because of you, huh?"
2: <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, they're like, "Well, you know, I'm not saying it was us, but..."
3: It was us <laughs> there's so many people who watch us
1: so I,
2: many people
3: i don't know are they aware that like stock markets have weird day like the stock market's a shit system i don't know do they know that doesn't do they, do they to know educate that, them
2: that people can buy stocks and something without actually using or liking that product
3: like all the time
2: i i bought snapchat stock i don't use snapchat
3: i don't i don't have stock right now
2: oh i got rid of it because it tanked <laughs> no, no i took i took a hit on that one but i made it up with DogCoin, which was kind of funny what you remember the dog or d-o-g-e is how they spelled it on yeah, the internet you remember Dodge, the the the, Inu, I the or the yeah 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 somebody made a cryptocurrency on that and the platform that i use for stock trading it picked it up so i'm like well this is going to go up today so i threw every penny that i had at it and i made like 200 bucks on it (laughs) sold it there we go (laughs) capitalism
3: yay god it's absurd
2: it is absurd it's gambling that's all it is it's glorified gambling
3: and moral luck
2: yeah and you know manipulating markets which they're not supposed to do but they do anyway and (sighs) exploit. but it has nothing to do with info wars (laughs) oh god no
3: no i'm sorry like yeah they're popular i guess and whatever that means but like Honey, Game of Thrones exists in this world.
2: And it's much more popular than your it's show. <laughs> way more
3: popular. i I guarantee more people watch the series of unfortunate events on Netflix than have ever heard of your show.
2: I could go up to like at least six people I know that I work with where I'm like, hey, have you ever heard of InfoWars? They'd be oh, like, What?
3: <laughs> I think every single person on my team would be like, Who? And they'd be like, uh, Pizzagate. And they'd be like, Oh. Yeah, I feel it. I think I heard about them. Every are, single person on my team.
2: You say Sandy Hook was a false flag. Oh, those assholes. That's exactly what you'd get. You know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. These are anyway,
3: conservatives. Look- These are conservatives that I work with. None of them. I. I've made jokes about believing certain conspiracy theories, and they've—I've had them look at me like, "I thought you were smarter than that." I'm like, "I am joking." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am
4: smarter than that. Please don't think I really believe this.
2: <laughs> anyway, let's Pretty let great. this guy say some more.
4: Facebook losing over hundred billion today in the stock market, totally tanking their stock. Zuckerberg losing up to twenty million himself. Uh, tw-
2: twenty million himself? Twenty he million. Thinks he
3: thinks it's He thinks. He thinks thinks they're worth a billion dollars.
2: 100 billion dollars is what they tanked out.
3: Oh, he thinks they're worth a hundred (laughs) billion dollars.
2: He's going to correct himself. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, not 20 million. I'm at 20 billion. But still, it's funny as shit that you're like, they lost a 100 billion and Zuck lost 20 million. It's like, that's pennies on the dollar when you're talking about that kind of money there, buddy.
3: (laughs) And Zuck didn't lose it All right, his his net
2: worth went down he didn't lose anything he's fine
3: yeah he's fine
2: (laughs) oh no I lost 16 billion of my dollars that I had 70 of them before and as I heard the uh, what is his name the guy from um, the daily show where he's like Mark Zuckerberg lost one of his three penises today and everybody's like he still had two more though (laughs) (laughs) that's more than I have
4: Uh, anyway. 20% collapse in their stock. It's only going to go down. So you've got that going on. You've got President Trump announcing that he's going to look into the shadow banning and look into the discrimination that's happening on Twitter. So that's about to go down, thanks to our report from Mike Adams that made it to his desk. And now you have Facebook, which has already been caught red-handed, censoring conservatives, censoring Diamond and Silk. It's all been reported. It's all been documented. How about the
2: Cambridge Analytica thing? Oh, you don't care about that, do you? No, 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 no. We're gonna talk about the two black ladies that love Trump so much. Let's let's talk about you that. Who say
3: hate speech? Horrible
2: shit. And we're gonna talk about our channel and all this other stuff. It's like you don't realize that they're losing that money not because of like censoring conservative voices. You guys don't have enough of a fucking movement to cause a hundred billion dollar loss
3: in the company. Do they think that it like that these companies like? Do these think they they honestly think that liberals are so, liberal capitalists are so invested in censoring conservative voices that they would tank their businesses. <laughs> I'm sorry, but do you live in the capitalism I live in? Because no, because no, 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 no. They love conservative voices. They just kind of have to save face
2: ridiculous I- i'm gonna see if he because, like, tries to because, lay any kind of because, claim to it
3: because they can be sued you see <laughs> you see you see if somebody uh listens to you people on one of your live records and then goes and kills people like you often incite people to do um they can sue facebook
2: because they were party to it
3: uh they love the content you stuff, bring so. they love the content you bring in the they ad love ref- the
2: interactions they oh, love all the rad they, revenue they, they love, love all that, that.
3: That's why you're not banned outright.
2: That's why they got a thirty day block. That's it. Just the thirty day. Oh, you're not banned oh. from the internet.
4: Oh, you poor dear. You poor,
2: poor, poor. <sighs> Let's let them finish up.
4: Now they've stopped us from going live. Why are they doing this? Why are they in such a panic? Why is our information forbidden for the American public to see? Oh, because it's effective. Because it's beating them. So them. Them who?
3: (laughs) They are the ones benefiting from conservative policies. Are you fucking kidding me? What, you think Facebook likes (laughs) unions? Fuck off!
2: You think Amazon likes unions? You think any of these ass... Like like when YouTube started, people started talking about being content creators and starting a union, they started shitting their pants about it. Yeah! Because guess what? YouTube doesn't exist without content
4: creators.
3: Our labor that they get.
4: They benefit off of it. Mm. This is only going to prove to be providential, ladies and gentlemen, but this is an emergency. Now, we can make this about InfoWars, but this is not just about InfoWars. This is about free speech. This is about anybody who wants to have a YouTube channel. This is about anybody who wants to have a Facebook account and wants to put their opinions out there without getting shut down.
2: Which is not in your end-user license agreement that you have there. It's not in there. They say we reserve the right at any time to, like, disconnect you guys from any fucking family members that you have. They don't, they don't care about you. They, they don't, don't care. care. They want your information. They want your labor. They want your time spent on these applications. That's all they want. Honestly, if anything happens with Utah Outcast and it goes on the shitter... That means I don't get to spend. I don't have to spend time on Facebook. I don't have to spend time on Instagram. I don't have to do any of the social media stuff anymore. I don't even have to post stuff on YouTube. I'm going to have so many hours of my own time back that I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with myself.
3: We we do this for fun,
2: <laughs> Yes, don't think that I'm complaining. I'm just saying that it's it's amazing that these guys are bitching about. They're trying to silence us, and it's like. Yeah, because you said bad things. And yeah, like, because you, you shouldn't stop us from saying aliens. bad things. You shouldn't stop us from saying bad things. You should just you, let us stare at bad things.
3: You said things that could <laughs> get them sued. You, you see, what they care about is capitalism. What they care about is their capital. That's when all, they, they, care all that's they care about. All they care about is
2: making sure their about. shareholders get the fucking get a dividend at the end of the year. That's all they care about. Year over year, increasing the money that they bring in. Otherwise, they're a failing company. You know, if you if companies that break even, you're a failing company unless you're making endless
3: profit. pursuit yeah. of profit. Yeah. Ooh, which means the inexorably higher and higher exploitation of labor. Which, by the way,
2: they're not going to, they don't care for a socialist talk.
3: <laughs> no, they don't. They don't because they actually really enjoy exploitation of labor. They just want to be able to do it while inciting violence.
2: Oh, so like fascists then. Okay, got oh, it.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah.
2: Where's Kevin Logan when we need him? We need to bring him back oh, on.
0: It. That was fun. <laughs> now we're just happy we won't have to live a life of secrets. For I knew that even though some of you supported us, some others were looking at me and thinking, you're a liar. You're a liar. You know something that you're not telling us, you slimy scumbag liar. Tell us what you know, you goddamn liar! Liar! Confess! You know, and that's what people would be saying to us, and so we just had to come forward and tell the truth. Uh, For
2: the third and possibly last time we're going to be doing uh, arc Encounter numbers here, because we've done one just about every week since it's come out, we finally have the fucking numbers we finally Ooh, have
3: numbers okay, and interested.
2: all credit here goes to him at meta from the friendly atheist blog at, at patheos.com because he did all the work here his math is probably wrong so if you're going to be ad adding somebody don't be doing me go to somebody else on this one so go find his blog and say some shit there anyway so the numbers are finally in for the Ark encounters attendance over its entire second year of existence Woo! and wait for it Creationist Ken Ham was exaggerating its popularity.
3: What? No, no,
2: we haven't been talking about that for, like, a month now, right?
3: What? No, no, I don't So, you. So
2: Ken, when he talked to the newspaper, he, yeah, I'm calling him Ken, Kenny Boy, talking to the Cincinnati Inquirer, said that the Noah's Ark replica attracted one million visitors during its second year of operations. It says and how there.
3: many did they really attract?
2: And so it's a million people. That's much less than Ham predicted when he when, you know, more than he'd see, you know, the useless tactic that he had on that, Uh, which mattered that the number of were paying customers. So, you know, the people who actually contribute to that local economy, which is expecting this money to be rolling in because you've sold them on you're expecting this many people this year.
3: Uh, Based on like how anyone bought it, like (laughs) no, no, no no one's going to the fucking art park. So the great the great thing is that all of
2: these numbers coming in, all of the numbers and all of the working backwards to find out how many tickets were sold was done by a paleontologist. So (laughs) it's even greater when you start thinking about it this way. It's like, that's fun. A scientist fucked up the creation park. Hey, how about
3: that? (laughs) A paleontologist.
2: um, Yeah. So on that measure, the city of Williamstown wasn't nearly as optimistic. That's because they had something much more reliable than Ken Ham's word. Due to a 50 cent per ticket safety fee, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. pays for ambulances, fire trucks, etc. that was imposed last summer, they knew exactly how many paid visitors actually came to the ARC. The numbers were so bad that they needed to readjust their budget.
3: No. So that this is, bad?
2: This is the people from the county there where they're saying, after not collecting the anticipated amount from the... For a safety assessment fee in 11 months, Williamstown has scaled back its projected revenue in its 2018-2019 fiscal year budget.
3: Uh-huh.
2: As of June 20, Williamstown has collected $374,700 on all businesses within city limits that charge admissions with tickets, which includes the Ark Encounter, Williamstown Family Fun Park, and Main Street Gardens. So, okay,
3: so that's like $300,000 less than what yeah, you said? So-
2: uh, in the fiscal year, 2017-2018, uh, the city anticipated almost double that, 715000
3: mm-hmm. based
2: on s- projected sales for the Ark Encounter and other tickets in the city. So the mm-hmm. Arc brought in $374,295, in it's 11 months of it being open. So if you do the math, that meant that 748,590 tickets were sold over the first 11 months of the fiscal year.
3: Oh, that- million no. <laughs> that's not even close that's several hundred thousand off
2: that's a quarter million off <laughs> that's 25 percent <laughs> off you know <laughs> uh wow. in just hey, the month kenny. of june so
3: oh kenny you're really you really stretched that didn't you so
2: so to get it to a million they would have had to have given away a quarter million one quarter of what they brought in that year a quarter people that's a lot that's a big fucking amount that's like You pay, you pay, you pay. You're free. You pay, you pay, you pay, and you're free. It's like no, that's that's not any way to run a business. So, I mean, we've kind of known this already.
3: Oh yeah, we knew. Again, we've been over. Like, even the vast majority of Christians are going to be like, Art Park Disneyland, Art Park Disneyland, Disneyland all the time. (laughs) Fucking
2: yeah. So, based on the open records request acquired by the local paleontologist Dan Phelps, we got the amount that came in for each one of the months that was out there. So. You think uh, July of this of last year they made they sold one hundred and forty two thousand six hundred twenty six you know entrances to the park and June of this year which is only a couple weeks difference from July and yes I'm fudging numbers here he does it too their June for this year they sold one hundred and thirteen thousand nine hundred one so if they didn't make up an additional thirty thousand on top of that I don't know. The attendance numbers are going down. That's all I can say for it. Is that of
3: course they're going down?
2: Well, I mean, because look what happened. They opened in July, one hundred forty-two thousand play- seats. One hundred six thousand in August. So it dropped four, like thirty-eight or sorry, thirty-four, thirty-six thousand in just month over month. Thirty-six thousand less people came in. Then the month after that, like another twenty-three thousand dropped off. Went up in October for some weird ass reason. Maybe they had some sort of trick or treat thing, and people are just looking to do something. Oh no, 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 no. they
3: don't celebrate Halloween. I guarantee you it was like the evangelicals looking for something to do with their kids instead of Halloween.
2: Yep, that makes complete sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. November, uh, like half of August numbers, like fifty one thousand. December thirty six thousand. January thirteen thousand. So yeah,
3: who's going to the fucking the winter in January? <laughs> it's terrible. So like, they people finally- just got done with Christmas. They don't have the money to go spend on this shit, I mean, and this is our this is the exact point I made, right? Like they yeah. have a very small market they're already working in because the vast majority of Christians don't buy into their bullshit. The vast majority of Christians don't buy into their their yeah. worldview, uh, so that's a small market they're working in. These people are going to say, "Oh, the ark will go once every five years <laughs> like.
2: We'll see what new thing they might have there now.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so they're going to go once and be like, ah, we went, and then it's not going to be a priority to go again. It's just Yeah, it's going to be equivalent
2: to, like, world's largest ball of twine. That's all it's going to be. It's like, oh, look, it's a roadside attraction. How about that?
3: They need to make it into a casino. I'll go (laughs) that.
2: Yeah, so they did come up with the final numbers after the complete full year of numbers coming in, and Arc Encounter had 862,000 paying customers. So... That's 138000 less than what is a million still. So still, the numbers are way the fuck off, Sierra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the real question is whether that's good or bad. And um, anybody's having a hard time finding a silver lining, it's all of us atheists out there. For the city, though, it's awful because they assume bad. more people would visit and contribute to the local economy. And it's kind of interesting here that they, this is their quote. Last year, we based our budget figure on attendance at the Ark Encounter at $1.4 uh,
3: you shouldn't have done that,
2: said the Williamstown mayor, Rick Skinner. If anybody lives in Williamstown or nearby, you need to get those assholes out Both of that office
3: the fuck out because they are incompetent assholes.
2: You don't you don't try to budget based off of, you know, maybe could be you go for the lowest goddamn number. And if there's more there's more that comes in. Great. You don't try to go for the pie in the sky numbers out. There, no, this is
3: ridiculous. This is absolutely absurd that they would they would budget off of this. And the fact that they would give these tax breaks to something like this, I, they, it was, I, I mean, come on. Yeah. If they had consulted anyone, anyone from any marketing firm, they'd say, you have a small pool. They're yeah. not going to get these numbers. And no. this, these le- the leadership of this city decided to give them tax breaks. The leadership of this city gave them breaks and and gave them every chance. And there has been no economic growth. New businesses aren't coming in because Every other business in the United States is going, no one's going to be showing up to that in three years.
1: Yeah, not and even is going to go there.
3: <laughs> yeah, no one's going there. No one's going to invest in that because it's a nonsense business model. It doesn't make sense. And this leadership should have done their fucking homework. They shouldn't have been like, oh, Jesus, Jesus. They should have said, let's check this the fuck out. But they didn't. So they so- need to be voted the fuck out.
2: So instead of the 1.4 million they were expecting people to visit there this, this last year, they've gone with a more conservative amount, and it's 870,000 people they're expecting to visit in the 2018 to 2019 year. So, atheists, pat on your back, you did it. we you done it. it. We're going to continue to do it to these people. So mm-hmm. the city said, well, we had a very bad winter and a very wet spring, which probably affected attendance in those months.
3: No. <laughs> no, it didn't.
2: The author of this article, him in here, says that I'm shocked that winter was cold and spring was wet. Who could have ever predicted that?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's also you you or, 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 or Joe down the road with the arth- arthritis, he'll tell you.
1: Just the
2: almanac. I mean, you yeah. know, they're, huh, it's rained over here the, this date for like the last 30 years. It's a summer pretty is, safe bet it's gonna rain. <laughs>
3: summer is prime amusement park season, and People are not going to go to the fucking Ark. They're just not going to. Oh,
2: man. So it it says here in the article for Ken Ham, it's also pretty bad since he always predicted much higher attendance.
3: Based on what? I have no idea.
2: Numbers that he pulled out of his ass. So in 2014, before Mm -hmm. the Ark even opened, he said it was estimated to attract up to two million a year. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know that's not right. Uh, Is that
3: every evangelical who subscribes to his thing? Is that is that it?
2: But by the time that the first full year came to a close, Ham was telling reporters that the attendance would hit the low end of an estimated range that started at about 1.1. We've talked about this as well. Mm -hmm. The safety fee wasn't in in place then, so they can't confirm or deny that number. But now that it's more than a year later, Ham is apparently gaslighting everyone by saying attendance has gone up more this year. I'm not going to give the percentage because he's wrong here, which would mean that only 800,000 people visited that first year. So here's the flip side of that. Check out what Ken Ham said on July 6, 2017, when they were celebrating the first anniversary. Mm-hmm. For its part, AIG instead used America Research Group to conduct a nationwide market research for the Ark encounter. The ARG predicted attendance to be 1.4 to 2.2 for a normal year of operation. Nope.
3: <laughs> oh, why would they project that?
2: Uh, AIG predicts that the second year's attendance will be closer to the high end of the ARG fi- figure—that two point two. Nope, not it's even 800, close. Eight hundred thousand, if even if you were to give them it. <laughs> Based on several factors, hundreds of micro coaches or, no, sorry, motor coaches are being booked to come. And we've 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 read this quote before. It's just it's yeah. it's a people are having ample time to plan their vacations to the Ark and Other encouraging trends, you know, is what he liked to put out there. So, in other words. Ken Ham predicted we'd see 2.2 million visitors this past year, this first normal year of operation. And he didn't even get half of that number. Yeah. And that's even when we all give him the benefit of the doubt of counting all visitors instead of the paying ones. So
3: it's not good.
2: So stick, put a stake in it, people. It's just about done. You know, it's. For everybody that's going to come in here and be like, oh, it's not done. I went there last weekend. The park attendance was full. The parking lot was full. And there's other people that are like, if he's losing money, how's he building up a new amphitheater for it? It's like, it's called borrowing. It's called, you know, taking out a loan. It's called fleecing your flock. You know? Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly.
2: (laughs) You know, for some reason, every poor ass church. Don't
3: get it wrong. Don't get it mixed (laughs) up. He has pocketed so much money off this. Yeah, he is gonna be just fine. What you think he's financially hurting from this? No, he's gonna fuck over the city. He's gonna fuck over the employees. He's gonna exploit everyone he can possibly f- exploit, and then say and then collect his salary that he negotiated to, and he's gonna walk away just fine because his was a salary and he wasn't an investor. No, that's exactly what he's gonna <laughs> fucking do. He's just it because if 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 a project it's the fails. Producers. yeah yeah he's the producers he's the fucking producers it's fucking springtime for hitler but springtime for hitler was a delight
2: hitler was a terrific dancer (laughs) 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 go rent a movie people it's great go watch that movie anyway it's painted
3: an entire afternoon in an entire apartment in one afternoon (laughs) that's hitler go on
2: Oh man. So I, I I'm not, not so much giddy about the fact that the Ark is failing because it's fucked over that economy and I feel we've warned really them. Bad.
3: I feel <laughs> really bad for the people in the town. I mean, they should have known better. They should have known better. But
2: Yeah, which brings us back to our point. Midterms and elections are happening oh in like uh like two or three months. Get your asses out and vote. Vote these assholes out. They don't need to be in your off- in office anymore if they're going to continue voting for projects like this. Mm,
3: no, this was a this was a, there. There was no reason. That bring, they in should have done. bring in a Dave
2: and Buster's. Bring in a like a Six Flags attraction. Bring in anything that has hell, stuff. that hell, would Bring just, people in.
3: Just like improve, your schools. <laughs> improve <sighs> your schools. Improve your schools, and then you're going to be and like have. You guys have low cost of living improve your fucking schools you're going to attract business there you go you got it but improve your fucking schools because big businesses aren't going to move anywhere where your schools are shit
2: exactly and so yeah uh, like I said put a stake in it we're done
1: well that about does her. wraps her all up and it was a pretty good story don't you think made me laugh to beat the band Parts anyway I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward to wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail.
2: All right, folks.
1: Well, that does it for this
2: week's episode. If you don't want to miss anything, make sure you subscribe so uh, you don't miss anything. Yeah, yeah, I just said that, didn't I? Anyway, uh, if you really want to make sure you don't miss anything and you want to be on the tippity top of everything that we put out there, uh, why don't you consider becoming a patron? It's only a buck a month for the additional content we put out there. I mean, there's other tiers, too, but I mean, a dollar a month gets you the uncut shows that you're missing out on. Anyway, I want to thank those people who do donate to the show on a monthly basis. And I'm going to start with Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Polony, George Bisson, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of The Brainstorm Podcast and The Hardcore Skeptic, Steven Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Mike Yokum. Vinno3000, Mr. Mahoney, Cindy Spear, Scott John Harrison, Nathaniel Caballona, Andrew Medina, George Green, Stacey Startzel, and Ann Wynn Davies. Thank you all so much for becoming patrons of the show. Oh, I can't believe we also forgot Michael McKay Blair and Stephen Evans. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate all that you do to keep the show up and running from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much, everyone. Before we wrap this up... Yes, before we wrap this up, if I can actually speak correctly, we need to remind you folks that if you're okay with just sharing the show, letting people know where, what you're listening to, finding us on YouTube, subscribing, leaving us a review on whatever service you catch, catch us on, it all helps out. We don't expect everybody to become patrons of the show, and I, I know that we push that quite a bit, but it doesn't matter. If you don't have the money to give to us, that's great. We would just really love it if you would let some people know that we exist and that you like our show. So anyway, uh, that's all I got for you guys. Uh, Shoot us an email or a text, 347-669-3377, or mailbag at utahoutcast.com. This show would honestly be garbage without any listener interaction out there. But with that, it's time for me to bring episode number 208 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. little bit of a heads up, I wanted to let you guys know before you get to this next segment right here, this is not the comments from trolls section. We didn't really have any real comments that we needed to go over. Instead, we have some listener mail, and if you are easily bummed out by hearing stories of cancer kids like Felicia is, do not listen to the rest of this bit. Otherwise, it's a really good clip from one of our guys that is an EMT in Florida, writes into the show all the time, and uh, here we go. Yeah! We have a little bit of a listener mail that we got in this past week, and Aww. this is from the EMT in Florida. I know who this person really is, but you don't get to know that kind of thing. Uh, he says right here, he says, it's the EMT from Florida. Sorry it took me so long to write this email. I've been very busy with a nine-month-old and working around the uh, Mrs. Nurses, nursing schedule, and nurses have a hard fucking shift. <laughs> yeah, like they twelve do. on, like It's like cops. It's like long-ass schedules. And he said... I wanted to share with you guys a very few memorable moments that I had running rescue, mostly pertaining to religion. All right, I'm in. The call was a basic, simple life support transport back to the nursing home from the hospital. Okay. One of about 40 facilities we visit all the time for patients who have become unresponsive, altered mental, or have fallen. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is truly unbelievable how easy older people break bones, especially in the pelvis. For some reason, that reminds me of a spring under tension. Uh, the slightest bump will fracture and or break the pelvis in older persons because it's under load all the time, like between all the other muscles pulling out. Yeah, I'm sure it that pretty He said it was a shared room and the patient we were returning was stable. There was already another patient in the room. And immediately I noticed that this young woman must have been no older than 18 years old. This was the first time I had seen anyone that young in a skilled nursing environment, aside from an ICU and hospitals. With her were obviously her mother and father and also a pastor who is clutching a Bible, citing, uh, citing verses from memory as if to convince her that the cancer that she has will inevitably kill her was somehow God's plan. The parents, what? I believe in denial, I'm sure, uh, we were doing nothing but praising the preacher and agreeing with him and saying small phrases to the girl as if to reassure her that everything the preacher was saying was accurate. The amount of energy building up in over... It building up in me over what I was seeing was unbelievable paying more attention to the objects around her side of the room I noticed that the old hospice pamphlets meaning someone has tried to get her to consider hospice and I'm sure her parents decision came to realize that she is not receiving any kind of treatment for the pain and her eyes and I could tell um that she was not on any narcotics let alone pain relievers
1: oh, no. going
2: through like bad cancer with no pain relievers Jesus he says, we unloaded the patient who was just fine in the other bed, and when I walked past these three adults convincing this young girl that, is she, that she is supposed to die, it felt like I was walking through a car wash of sandpaper. I could literally feel the friction in the air off of the lies that they were spewing out to her. As my partner and I moved the empty stretcher out of the room, I stopped, and my partner looked at me without saying anything, agreed to wait for a second, and I looked back at the three adults not looking at me, and one very young, dying, afraid child staring at me, and it was as if I was able to tell her that there's something wrong without saying words, and she gave me a look that felt like she was telling me to take her out of that environment, that she was uncomfortable and unsafe. I've since been back to that nursing home, and by sheer luck I was sent down her hall next to her room again about a month later. She was not there. One of the torments that EMS personnel... Uh, have is not being able to deal with issues afterwards it takes a very strange and strong person to do what some of us do and i'm proud that i have the mental capacity to continue on with whatever challenges may arise the way i deal with these issues is by talking to other adults that are not in any kind of medical field engaging their responses versus my own personal feelings god that's gotta fucking just tear you up when you see stuff like that happening Especially people trying to convince a young girl that she should be dying. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Go ahead and die. Go ahead and die. Because, you know, you're going to receive the great hereafter. Or whatever the fuck they like to say, you know. The rewards of a heaven are not worth your God. They're just not worth it at all. And so, thank you for the story, EMT from Florida. We appreciate it. But, Jesus, man. (laughs) Give us a funny one next time. (laughs) Because that's brutal, man. That was really sad. I feel for that kid. Little kid. That's can't do cancer kid stories anymore. That's like twice in like two weeks I've made you I know. cry. Damn
3: it. <laughs> I know. It's brutal. Like, I'm like I'm over here like just told together. Last time God I was like, it. I gotta I gotta take a break. I gotta take a break.
2: <laughs> and you and Rena end up doing Walk the Egyptian a couple minutes later past the camera.
3: <laughs> she she knows she knows how to like get me back. To get exactly. Me
2: back. And that's but what I'm like, trying to do right now because Bummer story. EMT from Florida. I I know it it hurts and I know it helps to talk about it with other people, but God damn, I think you brought everybody in the room down on that one. A couple of pegs, (laughs) but necessary because it is bullshit. The the stuff we have to deal with. And I know you have to deal with religious people on the regular. And sometimes there's just no way of helping people out of that kind of situation. And you as an EMT, you're not able to, drag kids out of their that room when they're having that discussion with the pastor and the parents and you you would have yeah. to think that the parents would be doing right by their kids but in this case obviously they were doing right by themselves and not right by the kids so
3: well uh, uh, there is also um a little bit of light EMTs often get uh say young women alone from their mothers or fathers And get to ask them about their sexual health, uh, if it's pertinent, obviously, not just, like, lecturing young women.
1: Yeah, not just out of the blue.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but uh, they they get a chance to tell young women that, like, they have a right to protect themselves. They have a right to their bodily autonomy. Uh, They carry some authority and some weight. And there are going to be times when you're going to get to say something that other people don't get to hear and just, I don't know, obviously, always act ethically, always act uh, within the bounds that are required of you. There are going to be times when you're going to get to say to a young woman,
2: Are you okay?
3: Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, Or a young man. Um, There's going to be times when you're going to be able to help people get out of really scary and bad situations and get the long-term help they need, and that's Pretty amazing, and once you remove God from the situation, you get to deal with these people in their only life that we know they have.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And so, it's pretty incredible.
1: It's good on you,
2: but like yeah. I said, make us laugh next time.
3: Oh <laughs> God, God, next damn, time, please heavy. no cancer kids, please
2: <laughs> no cancer oh. kids. God damn it, We're, I'm making a moratorium on the show right now. No more cancer kids because that shit hurts. Man. It
3: hurts so bad.